0: Welcome to the Holistic Skin Guru, where what's on the surface is just as important as what's underneath. I'm your host, Amina. Let's dive deep into the world of holistic skincare. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast. Today, we're going to dig deep and dive into organic lifestyle choices, If you are already on an organic lifestyle journey, you probably have touched on or researched on some of these points before. So I'm going to introduce these points to you and some of them are a little bit controversial and I'll probably get some flack for it and I'm ready for that. Uh, But I will stick to my guns and I will say that I stand by whatever I say 100%. As you all know, I grew up very holistically and my mum is very much into organic foods and that sort of got me started and got me thinking about what I was putting into my body. Um, And I want to share that information with you guys so you can make informed decisions as well. So why should we choose organic food? Uh, A lot of people will say that's a lot of rubbish, there's nothing wrong with our food, Um, you know, we have lots of research and science backing uh, a lot of the stuff that's on our shelves already and that is true. However, we have to remain sceptical so that we can ask the right questions. Why? Because large corporations always have their fingers in the pie and they also have a lot of influence politically, so they often get their way when it comes to things that are slightly controversial. So what am I alluding to? I'm alluding to pesticides. One of the world's largest pesticide companies owns the rights to seeds. This might seem like a conspiracy theory to some, but I promise you, if you start doing your research, you will go down rabbit holes that you never thought existed, and you will find some information that's truly, truly interesting. Now, coming from an immigrant family, coming from the continent of Africa. I understand a lot of what these farmers go through in these third world countries. And they are faced with an uphill battle because a lot of the times they are producing organic foods in a very healthy way. And then you have big, huge companies that are pushing them to use pesticides so that they can have these perfect vegetables and perfect fruits that they can then offer to their customers. And all this does is push prices up and make big companies rich. What does it mean for us in Australia? Well, if you speak to farmers in Australia, they will tell you that our soil in Australia is depleted of all minerals. So we have to put the minerals back into our into our bodies somehow by supplementing. Um, the other thing that happens with our crops is that the, the you know these pesticides are damaging the end product and in such a way that it's depleting the nutritional value from our produce. So our produce looks absolutely perfect on the shelf and we all know that God's creation is not entirely perfect, especially when it comes to fruits and vegetables, and a couple of blemishes here and there are absolutely fine. However, by genetically modifying our food, by using pesticides, we're actually messing with our ecosystem, we're messing with the natural uh, consistency of that product, and, and then we're consuming that. So when we think about whole foods, we think about eating fresh fruit and vegetables, and that's exciting, and that's also really great for our overall health. And I'm not a dietitian, so disclaimer here, but I am someone who practices good health, and I am looking at what I'm consuming. So ask the questions, you know, if the farmer that's farming the potatoes sprays those potato plants and then cannot leave his home for five days after spraying because of the toxicity of that pesticide. And then once that those crops are harvested, they actually have to sit in warehouses so those toxins can settle within them and they become safe for even handling Um, and i'm just talking about potatoes here they're not all potatoes but i'm talking about one specific potato that's used by one specific company for a specific kind of chip if you know what i mean and so these potatoes are not very good for us because first of all they have no nutritional value after they've been compromised so heavily and no one's asking these questions so i urge you to go online forget about the fact checkers they're always going to tell you something else actually go in there and see what information is available to you i spoke earlier about companies that are actually trying to take over the seed market so they're making it so that the plants are genetically modified they can't produce seeds for the farmers so the farmers then have to buy the seeds do you see where i'm going with this um Question, question everything. What is that doing to the end product? And how is that impacting you as the end user, as the consumer? And what is that doing to your health? And the end goal is what is that doing to your skin? Uh, Because if it's affecting our health, it's definitely affecting our skin. Our skin is our body's largest organ. And we usually see health conditions showing up in our skin as rashes, or bumps or dullness, Uh, sometimes the graying of the skin will also tell us a lot about what's going on in our bodies. So everybody knows what processed foods are and we all know how toxic they can be for our systems. Uh, We don't generally try not to give our babies processed foods and then we consume them. So let's talk about processed foods and what that means. I don't have a lot of time to talk about this in depth, but I am going to talk about oils specifically. Processed oils are one of the biggest toxic ingredients in our cooking today. I want you to walk down the aisle and look in the oil in the the supermarket, look at the array of oils that are on display. Vegetable oils and seed oils are heavily processed. What does this actually mean? So I'm going to break it down for you. Uh, what the manufacturer actually does is they start extracting the oil from the vegetable or the seed. And in this process, they end up with an oil that's very gummy like or sticky. And to be able to change a consistency, so we get an, something that looks like oil, they need to degum this oil. In order to degum the oil, they use an ingredient called hexane. Hexane is a known neurotoxin. So it's frying your brain cells, whether you like it or not, this is what it's doing to your body. But it doesn't stop there because after they degum the oil, they then heat it to over 400 degrees, and I'm not entirely sure why they do that, but they do that in the proce- in this process, and that makes this product rancid. It starts to stink. And in order to get rid of the smell they will use sodium chloride to deodorize the product. Now we all know sodium chloride is a carcinogen so I'll let that sink in because we're not finished yet. After they've done that they will then have a mixture that's quite cloudy and to clarify that they will then use chlorine. So these are the processes that they're putting the seed oils through to be able to have the liquid in the bottle that you see on the shelf. Now, I will let you make up your own mind about how you consume these products in the future, but my recommendation, and I know there's a lot of people out there in the holistic world that will tell you the same thing. They will say, stick to olive oil, cold pressed, organic, preferably, Uh, stick to ghee or organic butter uh, or lard, because these are in their truest forms and this is gonna be much better and healthier for you to cook with. We've spoken about whole foods, we've spoken about pesticides and toxins in the growing of our foods. And I've also spoken about the processing of certain products that are available for consumption in our supermarkets. The next thing I'd like you to think about is your water, tap water specifically. If you can avoid it, it's gonna be a lot better for you in the long term because tap water is full of fluoride. There was a Harvard University study done about 15 months ago roughly that actually proved how toxic fluoride is for us. It is a neurotoxin. So you can, I'm encouraging you to go and do the research because all of this information is out there Uh, Harvard University is a respected university and research organisation and these were their findings. So uh, the dental associations will have us believe that fluoride is good for us and it probably is good for our teeth. However, it's not good for our brains. So we don't need it. We don't actually need to put it into our water. We need to be asking more questions. So I'm gonna urge each and every one of you to start doing simple things in your daily life. When it comes to your food, if you can't afford to buy organic because generally speaking, organic food is a little bit more expensive than the regular food on the shelf, and I totally get it. But in order to get the pesticides off your fresh fruit and vegetables, I'm gonna encourage you to wash everything in a solution of water and bicarb and that way you can give yourself a much better uh, start to your cooking process by eliminating some of that toxicity from your food. What does this mean for your skin? Well at the end of the day when we consume uh, food we're consuming food to nurture us, we want it to sustain us, make us healthy, make us stronger and the same thing is true for our skin so our food intake our water intake is what keeps our skin healthy so start thinking about what you're putting on your plate and down your throat and how that's going to reflect in your skin and in the health of your skin i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you'd like more podcasts like this, or you have any questions or ideas for topics, please leave it in the comments below. And if you enjoyed today's episode, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify. We'll see you on the next episode. If you like this podcast and you love our content, please leave us a review. We are happy to give you a 10% discount. If you would like to come in to experience our salon, just comment podcast in the booking online. The links are below and I'll see you on the next podcast.